guests, welcome back. What in the world are you talking about? <laughs> and Emily Blake. Hey. Uh, Chewy cannot be here this week because uh, scheduling errors. She's actually currently in the apartment. She just can't record because um, we thought she was not going to be here. So we have two guests this week. One filling in for Chewy and one that I just asked to be on randomly. And that first one is Amber Lee. Hi. Amber Lee, you haven't been on since our Star Wars episode. Uh, I believe it was Force Awakens. Yes, you actually. No, it was a battle. It was the. No, we did the battle for Force Awakens when it hit theaters, and then we reviewed Force Awakens when it came out. Oh, and right, that's right. When we had Lee and her now husband on. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, you actually made me watch one of those stupid movies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. So uh, you could hear him laughing if you remember his laugh. We have Ryan James here Hello. this week as well. I'm back. Uh, Don't I, sound excited. When I was thinking of the episode we had to do today, I was like. Could I throw this at a new person, or should I just make somebody who kind of knows what they're doing with battles do it first? And that felt like the right way to do it, because this is kind of a new battle for us. I still did a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the episode hasn't recorded yet. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, do you oh, have the true sight? I, I mistakenly picked a good movie. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, really? You're watching, you're like, yeah. oops, oops, Oh my oops. god, are you serious? That yeah, movie's so good. phenomenal. Oh, I knew you'd like it. It's just... <laughs> Just the best. Uh, a, a shark roars like a lion. Like, not to spoil things. It does. <laughs> but I like, you're oh. saving me time. I yeah. love it. I, uh. But we'll, we'll get there. Uh, so first, we'll do a where have you been doing. Uh, unless anybody has anything to plug. That's what I thought. Okay, so we'll do a where have you been doing. Uh, I will go first. I watched the entirety in about one sitting, minus one episode of The End of the Fucking World on netflix hmm. and it is fucking fantastic fucking fantastic like, I so agree. so good uh and it's not getting a lot of like hype like people in la are talking about it but i talked to my friends in the midwest or even east coast and they're kind of like oh, i think i heard about that it was popular in england wasn't it it's like yeah it was but it's here now you can watch it yeah i found it completely by accident i was doing that thing where you go through netflix and just kind of scroll like see whichever trailer grabs you oh every time i eat a meal and then and then, <laughs> and then that voiceover happens in the trailer like I'm a psychopath. I'm yeah. Like, oh, this sounds interesting. Let's wait. Yeah. I want to so, kill somebody. Oh, wait. Hold on. Yeah. So the the plot of the show, and I'll, I'll pitch it very briefly. Um, you should definitely watch it, and you should not have anything spoiled for you. So this is not a spoiler. You get this in the first five minutes. But it's basically there's a boy who believes that he's a psychopath, and has been killing animals, and wants to up his game and kill a human. And there's a girl who wants to escape everything, and they decide to go on a road trip together so she can escape everything, and he can figure out a good time to murder her. <laughs> and it is, like, the weirdest show, and it's, like, oddly, like, it was... Oddly romantic. Oddly romantic, <laughs> but also oddly very harsh. Like, they hit yeah. really heavy themes, and they don't really shy away from anything. And But uh, funny. But funny, too. Like, it's it, it, it's like a masterpiece. Like, and yeah. I, I, I use that word very lightly, but, like, that one is... It's so fucking good. And you can finish the whole thing in one sitting, because it's eight... Somewhere between 19 to 22 minute episodes. So you can Unless just... you're me. I got halfway through and I got too tired. Yeah, that doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. Uh, that's it for me, though. John? Uh, so, sticking with our Netflix theme, I watched The Conjuring. Yeah, I didn't realize it was on Netflix. And I was like, I kind of want to watch something horror themed that's of quality. And that popped up first. I was like, all right, let's do it. Had you seen it first? Before? Nope. I only oh. heard of it and heard you guys talk about it. Oh, I love it. I like James Wan horror, though. So Yeah, no, it was really good. And yeah. I think it's better than the insidious thing that's been going on for too long now. Like this one's a little bit more interesting, and I like the world that they're kind of building. It's, uh, I imagine it, it get, does it, like it loses steam as, with the other movies that are out. Nope, no, it doesn't. Uh, any of them. Conjuring Two is great. Okay. Um, 
the first Annabelle movie is pure fucking garbage. The second Annabelle movie is phenomenal. Oh, okay. So only one of them. Yeah. I, 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 went th- I went through Wikipedia rabbit hole of all these movies. Yeah. I was like, there are how many? Oh, they can't all be good. Yeah. Went, most of them ask are... Ask Brian later. <laughs> if you like horror movies, most of them are at least decent. Oh, nice. Um, the second one has problems. Like, they, they have budgetary problems, and it kind of gets bogged down in its own bullshit. But for the most part, okay. it's still a fun horror movie. They have this one CGI monster that just comes out of left field, and it's not great. But otherwise, it's... Pretty solid movie. I liked it. Cool. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Ryan, what about you? Uh, I I watched uh, an analog documentary recently. It's one of those ones where you have to like uh, look at the words and they're not like filmed yet. I think they call it a a book. Book. Uh, uh, there's book stores. Book. I I got it from a book store. <laughs> It's called uh, Trust. Well, I really honestly was very confused about where you were going for a minute there. I read a book. I, I don't do this very often. Uh, it's called Trust Me, I'm Lying The Confessions of a Media Manipulator. It's by Ryan Holiday. And it, it's kind of like, you remember, you know, back when we were in the innocent days and we would all go, ah, be careful what you say on the phone. The government is listening to you. And everyone would go, ha, 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 ha. yeah, sure are. <laughs> and then you hear and a then, side voice. <laughs> oh, oops. And then, yeah, and then that guy was Edward Snowden, and he said, yeah, they are. Here's all the evidence. And you were like, oh, I didn't want to know that that's real. So this book is the analog to that for, like, Facebook ads and and, uh, articles. And you read this, and you go, oh, wow, there really are people entirely gaming the system, and we are just pawns. We are the product in in their whole Facebook blogverse world. It's really eye-opening. I highly recommend it. How does it feel to be a packa- packageable product, Ryan? Well, I've, I, I, How do you I, feel I've, about I've it? I've always been that way. We've all <laughs> always been that way. We go to Comic-Con. Yeah. I'm wearing a I mean, Superman and shirt we, and we Superman take all that, right I take now. all that free stuff. <laughs> I mean, in some level, it's comforting because on some small microcosmic level, I'm valuable. Somebody. Oh, that's <laughs> wow, dude. That's true. You'll never see any of it, but people are buying and selling you all the time. <laughs> And then everyone just like sighed in the cars listening to this podcast. Uh. Yep. People are buying your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, I mean, what about views. you? They're called views. Yeah. I, I did it, guys. I uh, I talk about BDSM so much, but I had never seen Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> so I watched it. I didn't know those it. were related. Mm. Well, that's, that's a very good point yeah. because this is not at all no, E.L. James does not know what she's talking about oh, guys. No. and uh, she really doesn't like people who do BDSM uh, yeah they're um, the bad guys it just ended the movie just stopped yeah, yeah. and I and my roommate who actually saw it in the theater could hear me he was in the other room playing a video game and I was I was sitting there and I just went is that the end of the movie and he in the other room goes yep that's it <laughs> um yeah, it was uh, so many problems, guys. A lot of problems with with everything. Uh, he like just buys her a new car and sells her old car without communicating with her. He first of all, you don't like just meet someone who is not into BDSM and then show her your dungeon and be like, FYI, you're a sub now. Like that's not how that shit works. He never asks her what she wants. He's just like, here are the things I want. Do you agree to do them? That's not no. That's not how it works. And it and at the end, she's like fine with being spanked, but spoiler alert, she's fine with being spanked, but then when he spanks her with a belt instead of his hand, she's like, oh, you're disgusting. Like, I mean, what fuck what what is wrong with like stop if you're into BDSM, just don't don't date vanillas. That's like that's the lesson that I learned from this movie. 
I love that this movie is for women. Like it really I, plays out like I a movie for men. I did not enjoy the sex no, scenes at all. I don't know who does because I don't know there's who no chemistry between it. them. They well, they hate each other. Yeah, uh, but like still, like they they try to make a movie for women sex scenes and yeah. instead just shot them like for men sex scenes and yeah. ended up yeah. making sex scenes for nobody. But there's a the whole movie director. is that way. To me. That's the thing is there's a yeah. female director. I've heard that yeah. that E. L. James made it really difficult for her to do the movie oh, totally. she wanted to do. So. That. And they didn't get the cast they wanted. They're, that movie is just troubled. But I will give them the tagline for the third one is phenomenal. Absolutely. Don't miss the com- climax. Oh, yeah. yeah that's pretty <laughs> okay. Highly recommend the second one as well. It's even better. Okay. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can handle it. I don't know. There's, there's, like know stereo sar- there's stereo sarcasm over here. I was, yeah, I was, when <laughs> Ryan's saying better, okay. avoid it. Okay. <laughs> I was texting my boyfriend like, what is this? And Because he hadn't seen it either. And I was just like, now they're doing this. And he was like, what the fucked up and I was like yeah now they're doing this the whole time was, you, which made it more enjoyable you make a drinking game out of it drink every time you're confused <laughs> I really kind of wish I'd chosen that movie for this battle this would have been a good uh, yeah a that would have been a really good one even though Ryan picked it for like our most romantic battle <laughs> that was like a year ago <laughs> so that's how I saw that fucking uh. thing thanks Ryan I forgot what battle it was for <laughs> that's awesome. our romance battle but now uh, I've seen it, so now I can talk about it with some kind of intelligence. Yep, that's how I felt when I finished. I'm like, well, now I never need to see that again. <laughs> uh, Amberly, what about you? Anything you've been up to? Oh, I'm on uh, watching. I think 762 of the Gilmore Girls. Nice. Exciting. <laughs> it's just on a constant stream over and over and over and over again in my life. I'm I'm on season seven again though, so. Is seven the new one? It's the last. No, it's the last one of the old series. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't move to the to the new ones because it's just sad. It just hurts my heart. My sister enjoyed it. She liked Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it's just a cheap thrill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's such a good review. <laughs> I love it. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, I think we should move on to today's battle. Which is bad movie battles. Yeah. We're doing this because in January, historically, terrible fucking movies come out. And they have. And they have. This month has been no exception. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen anything that came out this month because they all look terrible. Unless they're movies that were supposed to come out in like December for like Academy Fodder. And then just gets dumped in January with a full release. But And for context for the audience, you go to movies all the time. So. All the time. Mm-hmm. So for you to not so go is a big January deal. is the month that I usually just kind of skip. Like I'll see the ones that I missed and then I'll... Because like I'm not gonna go see the commuter. Fuck that. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I figured it'd be a good time to talk about movies that we actually hate. And around the table, we did mediocre to picking movies that we actually hate. I'm yeah. looking at two people specifically. Uh, this is accurate. This is accurate. You, wait, you didn't. Say, you said bad movies. You didn't say movie you hate. I said That's you're true. fighting for last place. Yeah, you want to pick the said, worst movie if you'd on the said table. Said movie you hate. I would have picked Spy Kids. Fair enough. But it, we also had the, the one rule, which it had to do under 30 on either Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic. Yeah. My movie got and 9%, y'all. Zero. Uh, was it rated. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Amberly will be kind of taking over from this point because she will be running as our judge. She also has a gavel. If we'll she also has a dog. And a dog. Marvin's oh, yeah. here as well. Marvin Gaye is here. Yeah. <laughs> So. He, he is adorable and very well behaved. He's very well behaved. You should look at him on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> What's his uh, Instagram? Uh, it's Marvin Gaye the dog, of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. All right, going to add that God, to the Ryan. There's a plug for you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, we're going to take five minutes each to 
say why ours is the worst on the table. Then Amberly will get five minutes to quiz us. Other people around the table can also ask questions about what was up with that. Uh, can I interrupt? You're, and ask you're questions the judge. During? If, if you want to, that is fine. Yeah. Uh, so I was just in a courthouse in Louisiana in NOLA for uh, a week shooting. So I actually know a lot about being a judge. Also, Perfect. I'm Great. super judgmental. Yeah, that's... Great. When I, uh, I told Amberly this earlier, when Chewie couldn't do this, I was like, I need somebody who has the least amount of patience for bullshit I can think of. And Amberly was the first person that came to mind. Isn't that nice? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it nice that that's what people think about you? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> I, just, I just like that people think about me. <laughs> wow. John is having a Jesus. dark day. Dark day. I'm getting, I'm getting into the zone. No. You're, you're Morty. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do a five-minute timer here. I have it on my laptop. Amberly, you get to take over from here. Who do you want to go first? Oh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo, ladies first. Okay. <laughs> so, I love that. <laughs> I think that's a pretty good system. All right, Emily. <laughs> Did you say Pamely? Okay. Pamely? Um, I picked a movie called The Pirate Movie, and that's the title, The Pirate Movie, which already great original um, thinking for sure yeah so <laughs> it's it about it's based on the pirates of penzance um but 80s as fuck um it when when i was a little girl very very tiny this is quite possibly the first movie i ever saw that i remembered my sister and i went to see it together and we fell in love with it it was the greatest movie of all time and because uh, you know i was like four so uh we bought the lp we listened to it the soundtrack all the time and um, and then so as an adult, years went by. As an adult, I remember this movie so fondly, and I talked about it so much that my ex found a VHS copy of it in Canada for me, and I watched it all excited. I was like, "This movie's so good," and I was so excited to show it to my boyfriend at the time, and it was garbage. It was so bad, guys. It's really bad, and it was disheartening. I was like, I loved this movie. Also, I remember every word to every song, which is pretty great, because I was singing along with it. I was like, it's terrible, but listen to the song. So the illusions um, of your childhood were destroyed. Oh, totally destroyed. This movie destroyed my childhood now, because it made so much... Because it's like it's a movie that's like, look, we like to be feminist, and I feel like this movie had a big impact, because it's like the first movie I ever saw, and the heroine is just like a big feminist, and I was like, oh, you know, feminism. But, so I remember this movie as like being really cool and great, and all that but like when you look at it again it's just so silly it's so 80s the costumes are 80s the behavior is a the, the slapstick comedy is 80s it's so silly and the director the the guy who plays the pirate king is responsible for this movie this is his baby and um and he's an australian actor and he really hasn't done a lot of film he's a big theater guy and he got a producer on board who's a music producer and 10 days before the movie was about to start shooting, they fired the director and hired on Ken Anakin, who is a hugely successful... He directed um, The Swiss Family Robinson and one of my favorite movies, The Longest Day. And uh, But he came on board. He was like, sure, Gilbert and Sullivan? All right, I'll do it. Um, so there are Gilbert and Sullivan songs, although they changed the lyrics to Modern Major General to reflect a modern era. Which there's a line about the Beatles and the Rolling Stones in there, which is weird, because the play was written in 1890-something. Um, and, uh, and then they add in eighties music. There is a cool in the gang song in there. There is, uh, another, there's a couple of other eighties songs and you can totally tell which ones are eighties and which ones are Gilbert and Sullivan. You're doing there a are... really terrible job of making this sound bad. Oh God. Okay. Well, I haven't gotten to the part where there is a cartoon fish. Like in Bedknobs and Broomsticks, there's a scene where they're, uh, he's underwater digging for, like, looking for a chest of gold, and there's actually cartoon fish that come through the movie for no goddamn reason. Sounds like the 
best movie out of <laughs> there, there's Seriously. also my the moment when I realized the movie had gone off the rails was there's a scene because it was made in 1982 and uh, so there's a scene where um, they're having a sword fight and all of a sudden our main character here is use the force Frederick and he looks over and there's a fucking lightsaber on the floor and he and he pulls it to him with the force and then he pulls up the lightsaber and like threatens the pirate king with the lightsaber why why is that there why because i'll tell you why because star wars came out and it was really popular and they were like the kids like the star wars thing let's put that in our movie um they're lucky star wars lasted otherwise that would have been a reference that no one fucking understood um so yeah it's a mess it's so super 80s and they change details and it's it's like it's trying to be uh, uh, make fun of itself. There's oh, there's an Inspector Clouseau reference thrown in for no reason, where he talks about um, he talks about pirates versus parrots because he pronounces pirate like parrot, but then pirates, pa- pirates, we got to find the pirates. Um, it's I don't know. There's pizza throwing. Um, there's a giant melee. There's there's a melee between these wimpy cops and the pirates, and and there's rape, but it's fun. Oh. Um, <laughs> There is also a scene where uh, uh, our main female character tricks up, up, thinks gets a pirate king to think he's going to sleep with her, and then she leaves with a blindfold on him, and a, a much larger, much older woman comes in and has sex with him, and he thinks it's the younger girl, so like he gets raped, but he's cool with it, and then they end up like hooking up at the end, which is great. And it ends in a mass wedding and a song called Give Me a Happy Ending, only then it turns out, <laughs> oh, I forgot it's a frame story, so she's actually in the 80s, and before all the pirate movie stuff starts, she actually goes into a coma and dreams it all and then when she wakes up the same guy from the dream is there and he's just like oh I've been in love with you when you were sleeping and then they kind of get married I don't know it's very vague <laughs> so that's what happens so I would say that's your five minutes there yeah uh, I have no questions I, the thing is so for Amberly can obviously interrupt me at any point but the the thing with your movie was as much of a rough watch as it is, it's kind of amazing. Like, and when I was, I watched this at work and I work with a lot of people who are older than me, not like they're not super old dudes or anything, but they're like about 10 years older than me. And when I was watching my desk, every single person walked by and went, Oh, it's a pirate movie. I saw it in theaters. It's so fucking good. And any movie that gets that reaction, I refuse to say How is the worst. How old were they though? Yeah, because told, like mid forties. Oh no. I mean when they watched it. Cause oh, as a they saw four year old, yeah. it was amazing. As yeah. an adult, it's garbage. Yeah, they I all saw it in theaters. But. I don't normally like text people or chat with them while I'm watching a movie, but I couldn't help but exclaim many times to Brian, over oh, yeah. I message like, oh my god, this movie's amazing! <laughs> and they were like, what do we miss, pirates? Sex! And like, <laughs> <laughs> what? And I was messaging Emily as I was watching. It's just like this movie. Like, there's just too much. Like, you, no, you, you messaged just, me. And you had to stop watching. I it, did. Like, I twice. did. I, I took breaks. I took breaks in all yeah. the movies on the table today because <laughs> okay. otherwise I just lose my sanity. Um, but no, out of all of them, like that's the one that like you you turn on. It's like I wish I had friends here. Like I want to be watching this with friends. Like it's just like you want to enjoy it with people. I did. Don't I also watched the commentary and I took notes, so I have some details <laughs> that I can fill everyone in on. But um, what questions do you have, Emily? Well. Um, so my very very first question is, um, does she, so she, it's a frame in the frame sort of thing. So she falls in love with this guy who's been watching her in her sleep. For no, the whole not time? quite. She she meets a guy who he's a pirate at the beginning. She, yeah, he's a pirate reenactor, and she meets him at the beginning. So she does. Like, he just doesn't just show up. Yeah, she him. meets him, and then he invites her out on her mm-hmm. boat. But then like. 
these the women girls, kidnap him. Then, then you know, the women basically kidnap him and leave him, leave her behind, and because uh, she wears flannel shirts and uh, isn't attractive, even though she's gorgeous because she's Chrissy McNichol. And then um, she tries to follow them in a boat, and then there's a storm or something, and she falls out of the boat and almost drowns. And then while she's out, she dreams this whole world, and then when she wakes up, he's there. Oh, is he? Maybe he like got her out of the water. Or it's it's very much like the top is still spinning. Especially when, like, the next scene, they're getting married or something. After I don't. Why un- are you so confused about weddings in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> are they like real vague? Yeah, there's like a mass wedding where she puts everyone together, including two male pirates, which I appreciated, including the one black person in this movie. Um, and uh, and then when she wakes up, they also like there's a bunch of streamers and everyone's celebrating them, and it looks like they've just gotten married, but they like just met. So I don't know. So as you do, yeah. Maybe I mean, he had the dream too. I mean, a lot of people get married after just meeting. I mean, for instance, my husband and I—we uh, barely dated nine years before we. Met. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's interesting. So you had a lot of nostalgia for this yeah. movie as a child. It was really upsetting to watch and it. And it just did not live live yeah. up to. Not your... the first time. Now I watch it because I know it's bad. I just, um, like, I can't, like, there's just nothing about it that, like, screams bad to me is the problem. And all screams, like, I must sit down and watch this movie. Like, why didn't I know about it? The name of it. I mean, it's like, it feels actually like brilliance. They have a joke in there m- making fun of, like, the misunderstanding between leap year. So he was born on a leap day. Yeah. Well, that's and from that's why they, got they, in the, that's so they all can't figure out no, when his birthday is. That's from Pirates of Story Penzance. Of that's from the original story. Is story that the whole premise is yeah. like he's free from the pirates on his, what is it, 18th birthday, 21st birthday? 18th. 18th but he's birthday. never sure. Yeah, ex- no, it's, no, he never they, had, it's, you have to have 18 birthdays since yeah. he was born on leap then day. He's only had like three birthdays. Yeah. And they so. reveal that he's not old enough, that he's going to have to now be a pirate until he's like 80. <laughs> Because that's the rule, and so oh, so he him. can't so he can't be with the woman of his dreams, who by the way he fell in love with by looking at her across a beach, and well, then they sing, and then they sense. sing that, a song. That is what happened in the eighties. Yeah. Well, they they see <laughs> each other. How love happened. They, he's never seen a woman his own age before. He looks across a beach. There's a bunch of women near him, but he's not interested in them. Only one Christy McNichol. He though. looks across the beach, see Christy's Christy McNichol, and they sing a song and fall in love by the end of the song. So tell me about the. And I know all the words to the song. There's only 30 seconds left. Oh, I just wanted to know a little bit more about like the way that they like the style of the songs. Are they like? (laughs) I mean, it's Gilbert and Sullivan. And then 80s. Okay. <laughs> There's a song called Pumpin' and Blowin', which is really good. That's the cartoon, that's the cartoon, fish, cartoon song? fish song? Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I mean, this movie just sounds like gold. <laughs> just seeing him underwater as underwater, which means he's just in a room with blue paint, and yeah. he's just like, I'm underwater. I it's know. like, <laughs> it is, it's it's a masterpiece. I'm not hopeful for you winning this competition. <laughs> I, yeah. I, damn it. I should have chosen Spike Kids. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's uh, the pirate movie. Next. Go Google well, Give Me a Happy Ending and watch that video because oh, it's great. Um, oh, oh I get to choose next? Yeah. Um, let's make it really, really, really confusing, and why don't you go next? Okay. <laughs> she why? points to John. Why are you confused? I'm confused now. <laughs> no, because I'm going all around the yeah. table. Oh, it's not okay, circle. Yeah, okay. you know, I could have uh, gone For the listeners at home, or... she's confusing us in the room by yeah. not going in a perfect circle. And the thing is, it would have been very normal until yeah. she started explaining it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah. Okay, so your five minutes starts now. 
All right. Uh, so the last Airbender is about three white uh, Americans who moving forward. I don't want to talk about this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I, I've never had hate nostalgia before like I have for this, and whenever I think about it, I get mad. Um, it's basically a condensed version of like the first season or book one of Water of Avatar. It's a fantasy thing that's done to the letter, skipping <laughs> scenes, very slideshow esque. Um, Twenty minutes in, you're at a third act of a different movie, and uh, then when Ong shows, oh, they, they also in, there's an opening scrawl in the beginning of this movie where they tell you everything that's going on in the world, uh, like a Star Wars thing, but not fun, and they refer to him as the Avatar, <laughs> like they say all the A words in the wrong way in this movie. It's awful. Um, they also pick the like the Would least. Would you call it Aful? It's Aful, yes, <laughs> very Aful. They pick the least charismatic actors of anyone I've ever seen. Uh, Ong is like, I gotta save them. And he just kind of like <laughs> does weird face things. I want to hit his face You so did a much. weird thing with your tongue. Yeah, yeah. That's, he's not wrong. We, yeah, he's not. <laughs> um, the first time I saw this years ago, I got so mad I almost like did that thing where you throw your computer and ruin it and that would have been expensive. But uh, I almost did it again. <laughs> it was after coming off of the pirate movie, I was like, this is really good. I feel happy. Oh. And then I immediately hit depression as soon as I <laughs> finished this movie because I was like, it's one of the few times where I realized that maybe I don't like movies. <laughs> maybe movies aren't for wow. me. And it just all stems from huge pacing problems. This thing is high production value, but it has to, it's like a fan made film. And I'm kind of on the fence about fan made things in general. And it just, it goes, like, I had to rewind a few times because I looked away once to like check out my cats who were like fighting over something. Came back and they were in a different like section of the movie. They were suddenly. Not in the ice land anymore. They were in like Earth land. And they were convincing people to like fight the fire people with like stone thing. Like, if you like the cartoon or actually have no idea about this property, you have no idea what this movie's going what's going on. And then Dev Patel's in this, the Slumdog Millionaire kid. And uh, he thinks he's in a, like a serious movie. Oh, no. And he, uh, in, at one section of the movie, he has a kid come over and recount his character's backstory to him so we could get the flashback to his backstory and that's also the moment where I like that was kind of the key moment where I was like toss this computer aside maybe I'm done with this forever I stuck it through though <laughs> and yeah there's a lot of plot threads because I've seen like the that first season and there's a lot of plot threads that they just like force in there without any kind of build up like Dev Patel dresses up as some mon like kind of spirit thing and they're like oh he's a spirit he's not a spirit he's a real person it's like well that's not established he's just there fighting with Ong and there's tanks. Like, there's a lot of this, like, fun fantasy stuff that you just have no idea what it's for. Also, they don't pronounce the main character's name right in in the movie. It's right. crazy. It's, sorry. Yeah, no. And at a certain point, like, they're in, like, water Iceland again. Like, there's a different Iceland than the Iceland from beginning where they are. They don't do much. They don't, don't do much to establish the difference. And they're there. And there's this girl with white hair who communes with the spirits. And she falls in love with... Zuko, um, who is just there because he is a character in the cartoon. Um, he has one funny joke, but it's like, who are you again? I don't know. It's hateful how much production went into this for how much garbage came out of it. And then the credits as the end pop up, like written and directed and everything by M. I. Shyamalan. I'm like, oh. I don't know. It's just, there's so many things that, you can you can see it kind of breach mediocre at certain points, sort of like you know when Trinity breaches the cloud cover in the third Matrix movie, and you're like, 
possibility. I, I, I don't then, know that because I've never. I will yeah. never see any yeah. of the Matrix movies <laughs> yeah. ever. So there's there's a moment just of, oh, I could see what a good version of this movie might be, and then it just like zooms in close to Ong as he fights some guys and waves his arms around and like the special effects take a half second to catch up to him, and then it zooms back out as he's doing it. Like kind of they cheat that they had to cut a bunch of times, and it looks cool, and I don't know. I don't have much more to say about it because okay. it makes me so angry. <laughs> I don't get angry I'm very much. I'm confused at how a person of color made a movie that is so whitewashed. Uh, here's my thing. It's like I, I have never watched Last Airbender. I'm not familiar with the show at all. And I've been told really I should watch it. I, I hear it's great. <laughs> it's uh, maybe it's my Matrix. Um, but like the thing is, I watch this movie and you say that if you I haven't watched it, I'd be confused. I wasn't confused at all. They over-explain everything. I know everything's yeah. going on. It's all plot points, yeah. no actual feeling or storyline yeah, like, at but all. But I don't feel like I missed a thing. And like the my major thing with it was I get like if you were a fan of this franchise, I'm sure this movie's complete garbage. If you weren't, it's just a bad movie. It's is not there, it's there... not the worst movie ever. It's just kind of middling to bad. It's just kind of boring at points, but like the it... special effects aren't terrible. The acting is eh. Like, How are the fight scenes? Eh. Terrible. But I yeah, see that's... I don't think they were terrible. It's like, just like it's like uh vanilla. It's a- yeah. it's the absolute like nothing. You feel nothing from this movie other than just like And, and that's kind of my context <sighs> is that like when you go vanilla with this or you go when, mediocre for me is the bigger sin. Yeah. Out of anything. I, see, I disagree. I'd rather like something like cuz clearly M Night Shyamalan although he's a dullard like clearly he loves this property and thought he was making it. Like there was something behind this. Like it was something like you listen to him talk about it. It was like a family tradition to watch The Last Airbender and like he wanted to make something for his kids. He failed, but like, he, hmm. like there was something behind it. Like there was actually like some passion. And yet to this. he made it. The only person of color in that movie is the bad guy. Like yeah, how no, did he fuck that up? Only so the no, bad. only the bad guys are, are people I, of color. Yeah. I'm not saying that it's a good movie. I'm just saying that like to say it's the worst ever. I don't think it is. It might be one of the worst adaptions ever. Like that, I would totally be on board for that. But like when I'm watching it, like I somewhat paid attention at times, and like and I was never like at the point of like well, I'm fucking done with this movie. Like I never got to that point. This is the only one I didn't take a break. Yeah, yeah, I have to say that I sort of disagree with you. I did think the acting was pretty. Oh, it's terrible! But terrible. It's, well, and here and here's the thing: like, where and I'm it was from, directed terribly. <laughs> like a lot of these these other movies I've watched, there was a sense of like glee. Like oh, these movies, or at least some people in the movie are aware that this is bad and they're having fun with it. Like there you was have a not kind of, seen mine. <laughs> there was a weird. Well, even with yours, there's a weird perverse glee at some of those how bad it is. I'm like, it's right. fingernails on a chalkboard, but I'm like kind of laughing with it and at. This I'm just not having a good time. Like it never crosses that border between so bad it's good. It just ends up being. Yeah. When uh. when here's the thing is like it's the source content is so lighthearted and it tells a really deep story while still having like a depth and a soul and a sense of humor about it, right? But the last Airbender movie like takes itself way too fucking seriously. What up, impartial judge? <laughs> <laughs> I never claimed impartiality. <laughs> Did I ever claim impartiality? Fair, fair. <laughs> no. Uh, no, I think it's terrible. I agree. It's terrible. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know what the movies were. <laughs> Yeah, you can't help it if she's already seen yeah. them. No, I know. Uh, but no, like that. My major point was that I watched the whole thing and I went, "Yeah, it was a bad movie." I never want to watch it again. I have no interest in watching it again. But like, I've seen worse movies. I, I don't know. I just keep coming back to that scene where he's like, "Come here, kid." Oh, tell no, me about my kid. backstory. But and that, I'm like, "Holy!" But that's fuck. my point. There's 
there's very little good in the movie. Very yeah. little. Like the, I think the special effects were okay. They they definitely could have been better. I mean, uh, they got D. Bradley it's, Baker it's to do the voice of Appa. Of yeah, like that. That's that's where I come from. It's like I there's there's just nothing but mediocre. There's it goes lower than mediocre and slightly above, but it, it nails mediocre. And the contest is what is the worst. Yeah. yeah. Not what is the most mediocre. Um, oh. but. There were like very rarely, but there were a couple things that I actually enjoyed in the movie, and that I don't have that from the other two that I'm talking. About. I feel like though, <laughs> if you were a fan of the show, this this movie must have just crushed you. I was yeah. oh, totally I was right. I was voting for the Fire Nation to ruin Aang. <laughs> <laughs> I was voting right. against him the whole time. That would be it. <laughs> Which is worse, Avatar: The Last Airbender or Dragon Ball Z? I never saw that one. Oh. Fucking Dragon Ball Z. Is that a live action movie too? Yes, it is. Wow. Oh my god! And then, oh, yeah. it has I've heard a... of it. Neither one are good. Dragon Ball. First off, it's Dragon Ball Evolution, not Dragon Ball Z, which yeah. means they're already fucking oh, things up yeah. from the word go. Does that have Xiao Yun Fat in it? Oh, uh, it's yeah. It, oh, the movie's god, no. horrible. Oh. Horrible. I should have picked that. Horrible. I'm kind of wishing I'd picked that. Yeah. I kind of am now too. <laughs> Fuck that movie. God. <laughs> god, there's so many bad movies in the world. The winner is Dragon <laughs> Ball <laughs> Evolution. Yeah. Oh, that's such a bad movie. <laughs> All the movies at the table sound great, but none yeah. of us want to go watch Dragon Ball Evolution. Or the this. Marlon Wayans dra- uh, Dungeons and Dragons. I can skip that oh. fucking thing. Oh, oh, no. You got to watch that. That <laughs> movie is great. Emily, oh. uh, who's next? Oh, mm, Ryan James. Ryan, your time is starting. All right. Jaws the Revenge. Imagine <laughs> that you saw this really amazing movie called Jaws, and one of the most famous aspects of Jaws was how little they show the shark because they made this great animatronic shark that didn't kind of work. Um, so this director went back to that original concept of a shark that doesn't work and said, let's show the fuck out of it. <laughs> so we have a still shark on poles that you see a lot in the movie. Oh, wow. If you wanted to know how they work, how the puppet sharks work, you, you see it. Uh, do, and then actually. it just moves around and like kind of at people. You can see the paint on it. Sometimes with his mouth open, (laughs) sometimes with his mouth closed, and sometimes he gets people, and when he gets people, it just means they put their leg in his mouth and (laughs) wiggle around like they're being eaten. To slow motion. (laughs) Yeah. So you can really see how bad it is. Yep. Also imagine that you really liked the uh, main character, Martin Brody, and you wanted to know where he is in life. Well, he died of a heart attack off screen out of a fear from sharks <laughs> on land <laughs> on land on land living his yeah. life like ah, sharks oh, they'll never get me here <laughs> he doesn't give it he doesn't even get like a prop newspaper article in the movie just ah he died he was so afraid of sharks <laughs> so, uh, like uh, in voiceover they tell you this no or? his wife is um, the main character of the movie uh, so the movie is all about her and this this shark that is out for revenge against her family obviously so her son, uh, Sean, gets eaten, and then... Um, so she's lost a husband to shark attack. To, no, heart, shark, to, shark, a, to shark, a heart, a shark. To, to a heart, heart a attack. shark attack. <laughs> a shark attack, if you will. A shark attack. <laughs> shark attack. And then... Uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, Michael Caine shows up in an airplane to take them to the Bahamas because she doesn't want to stay in shark attack land anymore. So she goes down so to the Bahamas. to the Bahamas. But right. guess what? The shark follows her because he knows where she's going in an airplane. 
Well, have, and he installed that microchip to no, track her. No, it's because they have a psychic connection. It's like very vaguely explained in this movie, but she oh. knows she can feel when the shark is I mean, coming. Have you seen Deep Blue Sea? That tracks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Mm, Tom Jane. This is really the sequel to <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, the Jurassic Park of shark movies. But then there's this guy in the Bahamas who's like, "No, man, there's oh, no God. sharks in the Bahamas. Oh, it's too accent. warm, man." Oh, I forgot about that guy. Oh. So it's there's a lot of minority representation in this movie. <laughs> The uh, he gets eaten by a shark, unfortunately. In slow motion. In slow motion. And then they just kind of redo the plot from the first movie where uh, actually at, at the end of this, they decided they didn't have enough footage. So they had to put some footage from the first movie into it as well. Incredible. It, it's really good. They make it sepia tone. So, you know, it's a flashback, though. It's safe. Oh. And, and then uh, and then instead of uh, shooting a gun at the tank in the shark's mouth, she just rams the shark with a boat and spears him like a fish, and he's dead. And uh, and then that's it. It's really good. It's a really <laughs> good movie. You get to see uh, a boat get eaten by a shark. One thing that they could have added was uh, a tornado. To Like, if the shark was in a tornado, this movie would have been better. Wait, I have a question. I have a question. My, my time's over. It's time for questions. It's fine. I, I like. I, I'm done. I like need to know. So she kills him by hitting him with a boat, but he was able to eat a boat earlier. In? He ate a plane. He ate a plane, but she kills him by running him over with a boat. Well, the boat had uh, what do you call that part that sticks out? Uh, a like, spear? Yeah. No, it wasn't actually a spear. Like There's a, a kind name of look for like, it. like a mast or something. Um, like a mast. Yeah, a masthead maybe. Masthead. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Masthead. So and it's broken, so it's like sharp and jagged. So she runs that into the. She shark. little like a, mermaid. Like a vampire. Uh, she, she, she little mermaids him. Oh, and they were gonna do this awesome thing in this movie where they. Uh, Mixed all these different animal sounds together, and they were going to get like train sounds for this awesome, huge shark roar, but they ran out of time, so they just used a lion. The <laughs> <laughs> shark um, comes out of the lion or out of the water, and you're also. Did you guys so know good. Michael Caine missed being able to collect his Academy Award because he was shooting this movie? No, that's incredible. That's Michael awesome. Caine said about this movie. I haven't seen it. By all accounts, it's awful. <laughs> but I have seen the house it built, and it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but but I will say in a positive note about this movie, do you, what do you want out of a Jaws movie? You want shark attacks? It's got fucking shark attacks. Do you want you know family drama? It's got fucking family drama. It, you know, it's got those oh, things. It's got a dude with a badge and make an accent, which is amazing. Oh my! Like it's like the Transformers Four of Jaws Four. No, no, because <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Um, but. For me, this movie wins me over in the beginning with the shark that just laser focused saws a guy's arm off. Like it's <laughs> just incredible. I like watching him go. Oh God, my yeah, arm! First death yeah. is really good. Oh my God! Like because <laughs> how accurate? Because if you reach into water and something rips your arm off, you're going in the water with it. And this guy's yeah. like, oh, oh shit, my arm came off. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a Lego. There's like, oh fuck. And he's like in the boat, but then somehow the shark reaches up and grabs him yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. boat. Oh yeah. It's like, haven't you ever seen a dog that needs to get bread also, off the like, counter or something? Your, your dad was really big on defending against shark attacks. Did you not learn anything from no. him? Well, it was nighttime, so he assumed the shark was asleep. Oh. Because that's but, scientifically but accurate. Because, yes, very, you learn nothing about sharks. But yeah. the very first shark attack we ever saw in Jaws happened at night. Yeah. Oh, I know. So. Or was it day? It was day for night. Oh! <laughs> Film terminology. <laughs> uh, but, no, like, the, this movie, it's like what you said. Like, it's just, it's one of those, like, it's so bad, it's good. 
Yeah. Like Chewie wanted yeah. to watch a bad, funny horror movie, and we put this one on. Yeah, I would and watch it. And it's got again. Michael Caine. Like I wasn't looking at the TV as oh, I was sewing. Phoned in Michael Caine. Yeah, phenomenal. but I was just like the the wife kind of looks like Francis McDormand. So I was like, oh, it's not Francis McDormand. And then I turned around and I heard the voice, and I was like, oh, it's not Michael Caine. And I turned around, and I was like, oh God, it is Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> they got you recognized that voice, but you didn't recognize him in Dunkirk. No. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a mystery. It makes sense. <laughs> um, Wrapped in an enigma? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, what? I'm trying to think if there's anything else. No, your movie just really just, I, I just enjoy it. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's horrible. I don't want to. Oh, it's stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I if was it's yelling stupid, at like, it a zero. lot. That's my stupid, thing. But like, yeah. It, it, I, don't, I don't think it quite zeroes out. Like it's just. It, get, it had like nine reviews that were all zero, I think. Really? Yeah. I couldn't, like for the entertainment value I got out of it, I couldn't have given it a zero because at least I laughed. <laughs> Because yeah. if I'm going to watch the Jaws, well, okay. Here's me, the thing: is that we didn't come off of this. Uh, like we're living in, a, in an era of ruined franchises. Like yeah. this was a holy franchise when they ruined it. Well, I mean, three, I think, kind of nailed in the coffin, ruined it. What three D yeah. didn't three is, add a lot to the story? <laughs> three is garbage. The, the first two are the first one's obviously one of the best films ever made. Right. The second one's a surprisingly decent sequel. It's not right. a great movie, but it's not bad. Like if I'd seen that one as a sequel, I'd be like, oh, okay, that's fine. Three is where they start going off the rails, and four is where they're like, eh, bucket. Challenge. We have a minute and 15 left on my timer. Uh, name a good fourth movie in a franchise. I can't name a one. Ooh. Star uh, Wars. Oh, Phantom Fast and Menace. Furious. <laughs> oh, Fast and Furious. There you go. Fast back. and Furious yeah. is where it started yeah. getting good. <laughs> Fair. You win. If by that fourth movie, do you seconds. mean episode four? <laughs> Does that count? No. I mean, <laughs> sure doesn't. <laughs> I mean, Alien Resurrection. Come Whoa. on. Oh, you know, I do <laughs> like when the aliens like beat each other to bleed their way out of the room. That is a cool move. I did like the underwater swimming ones. Those looked cool. This is the kind of thing that you know. It's like, oh, they did. They, they jumped over the shark. I really liked it when the aliens jump over the shark. And isn't it great that a movie like this can bring us together thinking about all these other movies that are <laughs> not enjoyable? Like, they're, they're funny. They're so bad they're good. It really brings us all together. That's a really net positive for that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Darn, ruined it. Listen, my I, my movie has Michael Caine in it. I know it's not it does, and as a romantic lead. Although, oh god, that's the other thing is the woman is all like, "I'm old and shriveled. No man will want me." She's like 35. <laughs> Again, and then Michael Caine, who is like 80s. 15 yeah, totally years different. older than her, gets her at the end. <laughs> okay, so last and hopefully not least, or I guess hopefully least, would be me. It's gonna be hard to top Airbender. I, I see where you're coming from, but I disagree. So I'll, I've, I've prepared a slight pitch for this, and uh, I will give it to you, and you can all tell me I'm stupid, and that's fine. Um, so in my mind, there's a line for bad movies. There's a line, and you can either be so bad it's good or just bad. And I think most of these movies, like Emily's would be the quintessential so bad it's good. Like it just blows past the line and goes into full quality town. I'll give you that. Um, Ryan's crosses that line and lands somewhere in the middle there, but still so bad it's good. John's walks as close to that fucking line as it can get of just being terrible. That line is Battlefield Earth. I think it is <laughs> the worst fucking movie ever made on every single count possible. It is shot poorly. It's edited poorly. The acting is atrocious. The script is atrocious. Do you want to go into very long, long conversations about cyclo trading? Because I sure fucking don't. Like, <laughs> holy God. There's so many conversations about the gold trade on cyclo between these guys in these ridiculous costumes that look Awful. And it's not that they look bad. They look bad and repulsive. So everyone has to wear these fucking nose things that go up their nose and have these tendrils coming out of their nose for the whole fucking movie. And it's not like it's something that was like, oh, I get it. It's a kind of a breathing apparatus. 
they made it look as gross as possible at every possible turn. And the thing that I find even more upsetting about this movie is the people who made it, minus the director, even the director, bring him back, are talented people. The guy who shot this movie just shot Hell or High Water, one of the best shot movies of the year it came out. The guy who directed this movie, art directed Star Wars. Like, these are legit people. We have Forrest Whitaker, John Travolta, Barry Pepper just coming off of uh, Saving Private Ryan. All these people who are talented, credible, enjoyable people in other things all came together to make one of the worst things ever made. And I want to enjoy it. I want to have fun with it, but it never fully goes that way. It just stays right in Terrible Town the whole fucking movie. Can you tell me something about the movie so, other yeah. than that it's bad? So it's, oh, it's so fresh. So the movie takes place way in the future, a thousand years in the future. Cyclos have showed up, destroyed the planet in all of nine minutes. Humans are living as scavenger people somewhere in the mountains is where the movie takes place, somewhere in Colorado. Uh, and they decide that they're going to overthrow their gods and they send Barry Pepper out to find the gods. He finds them. They are the Cyclos. He goes into a torture encampment where you find out all about the cyclo economy, about the cyclo breathing, about cyclo everything, and it kind of drives you insane. Uh, and then they decide they're going to have Barry Pepper learn to fly their machines, fire their, fire their guns, and mine all the gold for them, thinking that he won't use this to overthrow them, which of course I'm he like does. I'm like asleep right now. Thank you, because it's <laughs> fucking horrible. Uh, so you have... All of this going on, and then you have these weird things like, well, we need to find maps, and they're in a plane, and they're flying over the country like, the lines aren't there on the country anymore, and they're like, oh, they must have faded over time. It's like, no, it's just a fucking map, so they can know what a map is, but they don't know how to read it. They say piece of cake all the time, they don't know what cake is. The movie contradicts itself at every single possible turn, and I'm just losing my They actually my have mind. a scene about not knowing what cake is? Yes. Because they learn the phrase, so sad. they learn the phrase piece of cake, but they like, but I don't know what cake is. It's, it's just... <laughs> It's constantly it's a tragedy grinding. Really. And like the thing is like if it were to just go a hair more camp, it would cross that line and go into so bad it's good. But as soon as it walks up there and you have these like kind of funny lines where like uh John Travolta finds out that Forrest Whitaker's betraying him and beheads a bartender and the way that he tells him he pulls out the bartender's head and goes, "You're a friendly bartender." <laughs> and you kind of laugh at it, but it's like it comes out of nowhere. So it's not even motivated and it's like I, I, I feel like you just turned this movie around. Oh, there's there's one good line, and it's it's really <laughs> that line. Um, but like it, it's just if it was a sci-fi movie, like it's based on an L. Ron Hubbard book, which I'm trying to leave the Scientology stuff out of this. But that's the only reason it got made was because a lot of Scientologists <gasps> made it. Um, but like it's so written, is it like a scripture? Is this no, like no, a no. This this is just theatrical one of his, version of the more like a, no, a no, tax is, shelter. This you know is more I mean? like just one of his sci-fi books. Not the one based on the religion. This is just one of his other sci-fi books. But it, it's just, the movie is just exhausting and not fun. And like that's, I think, it's the, the biggest problem with it. Is it's a bad movie. It's hard to watch. Every single shot is canted the whole time. And they cant at different <laughs> angles. So from shot to shot, you're, yeah. you're literally like tilt your head to go with the movie. And like everything just annoys me to my core is there a purpose to the canted is it like meant, nope. meant to be the, like so we're in a war zone and nothing can be straight nope you don't know what's happening the what's col- going on the color grading i didn't bring up because there is purpose to color grading and that one kind of made sense after a while because if it's blue that means it's the cyclos air if it's orange it means it's human air and that you kind of pick up on it after a while but that was really the only thing they did somewhat <laughs> right but like I, i've missed everything like but, there's, there's but so they, much to but say but they made like an attempt at some they did make of, an attempt at yeah. something, so they yeah. did get something. Really, the, I mean, <laughs> you gotta you gotta give everybody credit for that. I, I feel that like was my five. I okay. feel like one. Now I want cake. 
So <laughs> that's not bad. I have to give a real shout out to John Travolta's voice throughout all this oh because God. I wasn't expecting it. First of all, because I knew nothing going into this, so I was laughing the whole time. And it's one of those ways where it's like someone saying something stupid or like someone farted at church or something like that. And you're just like, ah, oh, this is silly. But, you know, when I was the watching the whole with, movie, when I was watching with Chewie, she thought that he was trying to do like a Shakespeare thing. Oh, like that's no. where she thought his head was at, and I, I could kind of see it, but it didn't. Ever. What do you mean? I mean. I I actually do enjoy John Travolta's performances for the most part. He's not a Shakespeare guy. No, <laughs> it's just that's just not in his wheelhouse. Uh, um, did I not hit start? I love Barry Pepper. Uh, and, you know Barry Pepper's the star of this movie, and I'll watch anything with Barry Pepper in it, even if it's bad. So I'm I'm on I'm on board for Barry Pepper with a weird hairdo. And shit just, coming out of his nose. I just feel so bad for Barry Pepper. Yeah. Like you come off Saving Private his Ryan. His career didn't go where. No, well, and it should have too, because he's a very good actor. Yeah. But he went from Saving Private Ryan to this. Yeah. And he's somewhat cobbled together. But a it was with that. John Travolta and Forrest Whitaker. Why would you say no yeah. to that? And the art director of Star Wars. Yeah. All of this made sense. And well, all right, here's my argument against your movie. It won eight Razzie Awards. My movie only won one, so your movie is worse. Is better. My movie Wait, it has it predates won, oh, the Razzies. It won more awards than my movie. Mm, yeah, but they're there. negative awards. And they're it, awards for crap no, I quality. Think, I think he's defending it. It made ten million more dollars than my movie. Well, mine had a legit budget behind it. There was that. Yeah, yeah. and it cost a lot. My more movie money, made yeah. eight million dollars world time, like throughout time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but mine was like a movie to see. People wanted to see how bad it was. Yeah, it, it was it was a movie to see because it was good. It's not good. <laughs> Even you know it's not good. We all know the movies at the table are not good, but it's it's just the. the I don't know. Yours the, is the only one that's not an adaptation. I think pretty good. It's an adaptation. Yeah. Is, is of Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Earth. Yeah, oh, Battlefield. Yeah, it's Earth. an old Ron Hubbard book. It's the old oh, book. Oh. Yeah. yeah, we're all adaptations uh, today. Yeah. What does that? It's, tell it's you? kind of weird. Like the frame of mind I was watching. The original movies are better. Like once I saw the canted angles and I was like, okay, non-motivated, fine. But like I had a very Schumacher-esque feel if you tone that back a little bit. So it's for me in a similar way. It's sometimes maybe that it doesn't go too. It doesn't go far enough. Um, yeah, it's something worth watching in film school. Probably. Yeah, it's interesting and, and that's where you're funny. getting at, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think See, I, there's an amusement factor that I, I was very surprised about because I have heard you talk about this negatively before. I, I hate it so much. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, this is this is silly. This is funny. Like, there's a I think I, like I got cued into it pretty quick that I'm supposed to be like annoyed. Like, this is supposed to barrage me with annoyance. And well, the, it's not. It was really like this came from a good place. It's kind of like what I was saying with uh with the the other one. It's like people wanted to make this. Like they like just with your movie. Like yeah. they they thought they were making something good. Travolta was very proud to be in an L. Ron Hubbard movie. And I'll tell you what, I, l- I can see um, the Scientology Center from my balcony, which is exciting. Um, and, uh, do you just watch this movie all the time? If I was to say, <laughs> if I go down there and be like, what do you guys think of Battlefield Earth? I bet there's a whole slew of people at that place. It would they be projected like, on the side of the I building. I love every- it. I-, I won't name names, but I do know one Scientologist, and I asked him, and he said no. Oh. <laughs> they are not fans. Oh. <laughs> Apparently, this is kind of like uh, the last airbender to Scientologists. <laughs> <laughs> I forget where I mean I forget where I read it, but I guess uh, during like the premiere or something, Travolta was just laughing the whole time. Oh, man. So it strikes me as uh, while watching this and looking stuff up uh, that he was really he was in on the joke, or that, I, that no he way. thinks it was like, funny. Uh, uh, no way. I've read things. He was so happy to be making this movie. He was proud of it. Yeah. He was proud of the design because he thought it followed the books. It doesn't. Uh, like he was. He thought they were making something. That he thought they thought they were making the next Star Wars. They were making the next space epic. It ends on a cliffhanger. They only made half the book. There was supposed to be a second one. They thought they were making something truly great, and they made the worst movie ever made. It, it actually collapsed the production company. 
Yeah. Should they make a second? <laughs> That's I, I just read that on Wikipedia. Is that true? Is it, that true? It, I don't know if this is because of the movie, but yeah, oh the production company gosh. went out of business. Like, oh, that says a lot, doesn't like it? There, there's a special place of terribleness that is Battlefield Earth. Like, and that's I had somebody try to like, oh yeah, it was the room before the room. I'm like, no, the room is entertainment personified. Like that is the the greatest like bad movie ever. You just love watching. Oh, I love friends. showing somebody the room for the first time. It's a great experience. Exactly, like, but because exactly you can laugh nice. with it the whole time, and then you sit down and watch Battlefield Earth, and like you you will definitely have moments like John saying, "It's like, oh, that was a funny line, or that was a funny thing." But the movie is like two and a half hours long. It's long. Ugh. And it's a lot of just inner working politics and economy and pointing that like, oh, there's a camera in this room. And they bring that up like a hundred times. And it, it just. I can't wait till you're done talking about this movie. See, it's just grading <laughs> in every we have possible Technically, he was done four and a half minutes yeah. ago. Yeah. We've been supposed to be yeah. talking but Brian about Brian is Mr. Debate guy. Yeah. I know. I like debating. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like a terrible movie. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, it sounds I know, so bad. I actually want to watch it. I know. Just to I see, know. Like, I know that the last is. Airbender no, is we, a bad can, movie, and I'm guessing that this Airbender. one is a bad right, movie. We'll stop yeah. it there, and then we'll let Amberly do her her ranking of the four movies. Okay. So, uh, uh, uh we're still recording. I get confused yes. that it's not like stopping, and uh, the, the the timer has stopped. Yeah, yeah recording the, has not. That I can just talk as long as I want to. At this no, yeah, you've got you've got the we're in charge. And go you have the and gavel. Go. I have the gavel, and this is the part where it's the judge talking, and the judge can just talk about herself all she wants, <laughs> and yeah. then you know wind and here and there, up roads and back down. Um, okay, the people are almost at work. Wait, get on. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, listen, the pirates movie sounds amazing. I can't. You, it's, I admit it does sound pretty amazing. You I really. Really, yeah. you failed. Yeah. I, did, I, did. <laughs> I knew, I knew when I started singing along with the songs, and yeah. I was like, "I'm not gonna win. You're this. not gonna win this." I mean, Emily and I played the wrong game give today. Me yeah, a happy ending. I mean, yeah. we, we were messaging last night as we were both watching our movies, and I'm like, heartily through, she's like, "I love this so much." I'm like, "You failed at you worst movie." Yeah. <laughs> I did, I did fail. You failed, and like, here's the thing with the Jaws one. It's the same too, where it's just like all of that stuff about the badness of it. It's just really funny, right? Yeah. Like it's really funny to watch the like broken mouth try and bite somebody, right? Like let's be real. Everybody wants a good giggle at that. Yeah. The last airbender is terrible. <laughs> Legit absolutely terrible. It's a travesty to humanity. And uh, it is taken away joy from my life. <laughs> and you get joy out of terrible things. And I, I yeah. do, as as I. She have, couldn't even get that. As I have much yeah. told many people, I do not get. I do not find joy in joy. I find joy in misery. <laughs> and I still hated that movie and needed to walk away. Um, your movie, I wanted to fall asleep. I couldn't even. <laughs> I couldn't even listen to any of it. That sounds just god awful. And so right now, I'm. I have to decide between boring as shit and a travesty to humanity. Yeah, I'm. I'm really having having a tough time. As judgmental as I am, I am biased against the last Airbender. It's true. It's true. Uh, but your movie, Ryan, sounds boring as shit. And I don't want. <laughs> really I, I am never going to see it. So, uh, you know, I guess, Brian, you win. Woo! Oh. 
Because of course, Battlefield Earth wins the worst Ryan movie battle. Always fucking wins. Well, like, and, and to Brian's be fair, like, like the guy who pulls out his own board game at the party and always wins. <laughs> like guys, let's play this. That's again. why I was rooting for John when I knew I wasn't going <laughs> to well, win. And to, to be fair, to be, I've lost many times. Many times. Yeah, yeah. No, this is time. I'm just on a good streak right it's now. It's like the Oscars where finally it's these people's times. Win, <laughs> right? Lifetime Achievement Award goes to Brian. I, I have never beaten Sam. Ever. <laughs> Sam has beaten me every time we've had her on for a battle. So, next week. <laughs> uh, next week we have... Uh, it's a controversial movie. Some people loved it. Some people hated it. And even people who loved it had a lot of things they hated about it. So, it will be interesting to talk about. You're we doing have The Last Jedi already? Blade Runner 2049. It's almost more controversial than The Last Jedi. Probably I don't get so. how, but okay. Well, there's a lot of things that we can talk about over yeah. a course of an hour next week. Um, and then the week after that, we have another one that I forget off the top of my head. But it's The a good Matrix? One. It's not The Matrix. I'm telling you. I, I have a plan for The Matrix. Oh, I'll yeah. talk to you after we get done recording. Yeah, we're going to do The Matrix. Because um, <laughs> I will never see those movies. <laughs> we'll make a riveting episode. Don't see episode. the second or third one. but I mean, the first She's one. never going to watch I'm it. never going to watch it. We've had this only one movie, Many right? times. Yeah. Uh, I, there's two. The Animatrix isn't bad. But I um, do think that you should have me try and tell you what I think The Matrix is oh, about. Believe me. That would be I, funny. I have a she plan. does the breakdown of The Matrix movies <laughs> without having seen them. <laughs> I, I, I definitely have a plan for it. <laughs> so nice. thank you, Emberly, for coming on to judge. Yeah, I hope you had a good time. I did. Are you going to watch any of these movies? No. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to watch the Pirates one <laughs> yeah. for sure. That's, it's you will YouTube. definitely get a happy ending with it. Again, it's free on and YouTube. I gotta, and I will say this. I listened to the commentary last night. And despite it being not a great movie, that is actually one of the best commentaries I've ever heard. <laughs> it's the DVD publisher sitting in a room with the director, who again has made a zillion movies. And after a while, they just stopped talking about the pirate movie, and he started asking him about all his other movies, and he awesome. talked about working with Walt Disney, <laughs> and it was a really great, great commentary, nice. and he talked about how he gets actors to do stuff, and how he copied things that Hitchcock did, and how, like, it's just, <laughs> it's, and how it was working on The Longest Day, and basically, he got his entire career by just being incredibly fucking agreeable. Like yeah. uh, he's like, yeah, yeah no, it's really nice. So they gave me this job. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it kind of sounds how like Ryan Johnson got a uh, Last Jedi. Yeah, I just and, and the whole new trilogy. We can talk about that later. Uh, anything else to plug? We have uh, the Marvin Gaye the dog. Is that it? Uh, uh, yes, it's Marvin Gaye the dog. He's quietly sitting here in the corner. Yep, he, he's a very good. He's dog. snoozing. He heard his name. Nope, he's awake. Oh, uh, he's awake now. Ryan, anything like to plug? Side eye, like. Nah. Nah. Cool. All right. So you can check us out, www.athpod.com. Uh, you can see all of our stuff there. You can also rate and review us on iTunes and the other stuff that I'm always supposed to say at this point that I always forget. Oh, I want to plug our Spotify playlist because I keep that oh, engine yeah. going. I on- like this week's a lot. I know. it's really They're always really good. Yeah. We, I've plugged it a lot. We still don't have a lot of subscribers. One? Me? Yeah, well, no, we have more than that because my whole family oh. subscribed to it. Ah. <laughs> you guys should teach me how to use Spotify. It's a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I agree. The, the Spotify playlist comes out every Friday, right? Ish. Yeah. Friday, sometimes Saturday. Sometimes Depends Saturday. on how on the ball we are. The only yeah. thing, the only thing I wish is that you could see kind of what we contributed to it because I think t- <clears throat> together it's a very interesting mix we all bring to it. Yeah. Interesting, but I'm always, a nice word and, sometimes. And yeah. but I'm, I'm always curious what we all like. Who does what? Like, because it just takes it away once you make it. Public. When you listen to it on, like, sometimes I'll put it in the car and listen to it on shuffle, and I then I yeah then I guess who picked what, and it's always so easy to pick see what Chewy picks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Chewy's the easiest one. <laughs> Except we share an account. So if you look at it, it could be either one right. of us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then when you hear it, you're like, mm, that's Chewy. Yeah, that that's country Chewy. music song is Brian. <laughs> that Teeny Bop song, that's definitely Chewy. Teeny Bop might sometimes be me. I know. <laughs> they throw me off sometimes. <laughs> I have thrown Kelly Clarkson in once. So, you know, it can happen. Um, but thank you again for everybody for coming out. This was a really fun battle. Yeah. Uh, Bye. 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 Bye.